Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Clean slate. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. What is up, people of the world? Hal, we haven't done this in a while, my friend. We haven't. Let's clean this slate. Let's clean this slate. First of all, how are you? I'm doing fine. I went on a long hike yesterday for Labor Day. We're recording this the day after Labor Day. That's true. And we went on this hike. I use this app called All Trails. They're not paying us, but I use it because we're getting into hiking. It's good. Hiking I like shoes. All Trails. Yeah. Yeah. We went out to the Paramount Ranch. And Ooh. right now, like all the hikes have to be easy. They have to be in the easy category. Yeah. And this hike, they're like, oh, this is easy. It's like a 2.2 mile loop. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. We can do that. That's, we've done more than that easily. This thing, walking up hills most of the way, I'm monitoring my heart rate. It's like at 162 going up these hills. I was like, who is this easy for? The people on horses that keep passing me? Yeah. It's easy for people who have downloaded all trails and it's easy for people who have a hiking app on their phone. Yeah. I want the trails that are rated easy for people who have the McDonald's app on their phone. Exactly. Yeah. Which, never but I've got works, over 6,000 points. It never works. That thing never <laughs> works. <laughs> you but I have managed points. to get points on there. What can you get with for 6,000 points in the McDonald's? App? I think I can get uh, an egg McMuffin. That's not bad. Not bad, right? A delightful no such breakfast. Thing as a free breakfast, please. Yeah. Yeah. Why is the egg McMuffin significantly more expensive than the sausage McMuffin? I wondered to myself. And then the words of Joseph Fink rang in my ear. What's that? Do you remember this? We were no. talking of, we were, uh, we were on one of our welcome to Night Vale tour stops and somebody talked about going to McDonald's and he said, I don't need any meat that can be sold for a dollar at a profit. And it makes me think about the sausage on the, they're like two sausage McMuffins with egg, 50 cents. Go nuts. An egg McMuffin's $5. I'm like, give me the $5 one. Look, it's an economy of scale. That's what we're really talking about here. Sure. Buying it in bulk. Maybe it's a loss leader. Point is this trail supposed to be easy, covered in horse crap. First of all, narrow brambles all over the place. Oh, I gave it a very poor rating and said, this is not clear. It's not safe to walk on. And there's oh, wow. zero shade. It was 77 degrees out. And I, that I, sounds I, like there was a hundred percent shade from Hal Lublin. Yeah. Oh, I threw, it's got plenty of shade now. I loaded it up <laughs> anyway. I'm in a cleaning uh, mood now. Oh, well, you know what we should do since you're in a cleaning mood now? Mm, we should slate. clean the slate. All right. Let's get ourselves a clean slate. Shall we? Yeah, should I start us off with one I've been trying to get you? Yes. I've been haranguing you. Is that you have, fair to say? You really have been haranguing me about this topic. And really, to be perfectly honest, I love you, Haley Keys. I think you're wonderful. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I had an Icy. I've had yeah. a Slurpee. That's the same thing, right? From 7-Eleven. No. Icy is a different company. It's a different company that makes an identical product. Right? Yeah, same product, different okay. company, though. So Gotcha. Uh, this is the icy, normally what you get at a movie theater is an icy, that's like the cold treat. And I wanted to do it because it's summertime, it's hot. Now we're, we're officially past summer, but guess what? It's still hot everywhere. Wonder why. And, uh, so we're gonna do icy flavors. There are 
eight flavors to pick from. I will read them to you. Banana, blood orange, blue raspberry, bubble gum, cherry, cherry lime, cola, not licensed, and cotton candy. Now, I have (laughs) not had any of these. I don't want any of those because they all, to me, they're all carbonated, aren't they? The wait, all of the ices are carbonated, aren't they? Slurpees How do you carbonate? Were. Are Slurpees carbonated or is there just air in them? I thought there was just no. air pockets in them. They taste carbonated to me, and I, I, so I won't go near them. But Jennifer loves them. She will get them at movie theaters. That is, that is one of her, uh, you know, movie treats of choice. Yeah. So I know which one she gets because it's I like I could do a perfect impression of her asking me to get it. Well, as she goes to the bathroom while I get everything, go to the, go to the seat. Nice. You know what? That's that's that seems like you have a good system down. Yeah. Are you a guy that needs fine. to go to the bathroom before the movie? No. No. As you know well, I don't think I have to go to the bathroom. Then all of a yep. sudden during John Wick two, that's not the only thing. That's the, that's not the only two that's going to happen in that movie theater. Jeez. <laughs> oh, do you have uh, Do you have the Run P app? No, I don't use that. I I think it's I use uh, Run P. I don't want to leave a movie in the middle. To go right. to the bathroom. If I do, it means either I desperately have to go yeah. and I've just planned my day poorly yeah, or I don't like the movie at all. I've had movies. I think one of the Fantastic Beasts movies, I was like, I'm going to go use the bathroom. I'm going to call Jennifer. I'm going to hang out because I <laughs> Plus, don't. you know the answer to the question. If you're going to the bathroom, you know where to find the Fantastic Beasts at that point. <laughs> That's right. I know where they are. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, you have the Run P app. I know you've talked about it before. They I love Run P. Us. They don't, they don't pay us. I use, uh, I just use it online. Now. I don't have the app because you know me. If there's a website version, I will do that versus yeah. an app version because I don't want to clog my phone up. But let's look at these flavors. We've got banana, blood orange, blue raspberry, bubblegum, cherry, cherry lime, cola, cotton candy. I'm going to eliminate bubblegum right now because any yeah. fake version of bubblegum anything is always terrible. The reason you, the reason people chew bubblegum is not for the flavor. It's to blow bubbles. The flavor is an unfortunate byproduct of bubblegum. Depends on the gum. Sometimes it's a lovely byproduct. That, well, look, hubba bubba aside and bubble yum. Those ones that are like, hey, gonzo great. Remember the hubba bubba kid where he stood like a gunfighter and he had a bowl cut and they blew a big bubblegum bubble that, that covered his face? He was in comic books. Sure. He was like in the back, like in the ads of comic books in the back. Sure, was, back with the abracadabra stuff. Books. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in that area. I, I saw him a lot. He was in a lot of Archie books. It was They were heavy advertisers in the Archie comics world. I only think there are two here, because cotton candy is the same thing. Way too sweet. Way like, too sweet. I think banana flavored things never taste like bananas. No. Blue raspberry is a hilarious fake, only for fake flavors flavor. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's not the 90s anymore. Um... <laughs> I would argue, cause here's the thing, you're not a soda person. I actually really enjoy a cola flavored, uh, mm-hmm. Slurpee. Sure. Because if I like drink, I like a Coke, I like Diet Coke, I like yeah. colas in general, and mm-hmm. it tastes like I'm drinking a really, really well chilled version of that. That said, okay. I know you're not a soda person. There is a flavor that I love as a drink that also, looking at this list, would make me feel like I was drinking just a perfect summertime version of a drink I already enjoy, which is a cherry limeade. Oh, cherry limeade. Okay. So a cherry lime icy by the transitive property of semi-frozen drinks, I believe could be high up there. But I would argue that blood orange, Mm -hmm. as you look at previous episodes, we have orange being the best food 
flavor color. Yes. And cherry. I would yeah. go cherry. I would personally go cherry lime because I think that's going to be a little less sweet. I want to go yeah. with the least sweet of these. Yeah. You know what? I, th- I think I agree with you. Jennifer's cherry ice. Can, and a, and a She's small cherry. cherry icy. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think a cherry lime is better. I think it's more refreshing. I would yeah. imagine. So yeah, you get a little bit of a, you get a little bit of summertime in there. Yeah. Asked and answered. There Jerry you go. Lime, Done. official correct answer. I cannot wait to see you tell your wife that like hell you're going to get her a cherry icy. <laughs> She's going to get a cherry, a cherry lime. lime icy and like it. And then you can mansplain why it's better. Great. Sleeping with the enemy too. <laughs> Is that a cherry lime icy? Let me see the towels. <laughs> it's the only scene I know from that movie is the towels. Yeah, it's hideous. It's hideous. Yeah, it's horrifying. Okay, next. Yeah. Do you want to do the next thing? Oh, I thought. I didn't know where I'll we were going card. with that. I'll right. steer the card. Next up, this is from Leslie Troutman. I Spy versus Where's Waldo? Two games where you have to find something or discover something. Mm-hmm. Some of them you have to find many things. Now, there's not an I Spy book. The way that there are Where's Waldo books. I spy just the game you play in the car. I spy with my little eye something that's green. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is always grass. Is it grandma's teeth? Yeah. You're guessing. Yeah. Yes or no questions. I'm going to looking at this. Look, Where's Waldo books are a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoy them. I actually was at the uh, Academy Museum yesterday and they have a Where's Walter book. Which is all, uh, it's either Where's Walter or Where's the Dude. It's a big Lebowski version of. Where's Waldo? That's pretty fun. Look, there's going to be Walter Matthau in a crowd yeah. shot. Exactly. Yeah, see if you can find me. <laughs> he's, spoiler, he's the disheveled one. <laughs> now it's garbage. But as much fun as Where's Waldo's books are, mm-hmm. I think the one that doesn't need a prop, right? I, you know, I, I, I understand that. I'm going to have to disagree. And here's why I love the puzzle of a Waldo book because yeah. I love how intricate the drawings are. And how many times the artist draws, like, here's somebody in a striped shirt with a hat, but they're not wearing glasses. They have a slightly yeah. different hairstyle. Like, the way they, the ways they are to fake you out. This is what I, I haven't, uh, I don't know if I've told you this. Uh, Jennifer knows. We're trying to figure it out. Our powder room. You've been to our home. I have. The powder room. Yeah. When you're sitting on the toilet, which people will have to from time to time, sure. I think it would be nice to have something on the wall opposite them that they're facing. That's something they can, like, look at or read. And my idea is a huge Where's Waldo poster. So you're oh, sitting there. I like that. You have to go to the bathroom. Maybe it's going to take a little while. It's none of my business. But while you're there, you can try and find Waldo. It's kind of a fun thing. I like that. What was her idea? Did she have a counter to that? No, no, there's no counter. She's like, that sounds like fun. She was into it. I mean, I think she would like pictures of flowers, stuff like that. We actually do have a flower picture in there, which is lovely. Yeah. There's room for everything in this world. What about a giant crossword puzzle and a mm-hmm. pen that's like three feet long so that you I can love- still be sitting yeah. and fill it out? So you're sitting there holding a pencil like a bazooka, yeah. a grease yeah, pencil exactly. writing? A Dixon Ticonderoga is what you have. Because <laughs> you're doing it in Dixon- pencil. <laughs> Dixon Ticonderoga, my God, that's huge. <laughs> I like that idea of, I thought about that too. Like, what about a giant thing that everybody can contribute to it? That I was like, number one, people will get it wrong. Number two, I don't know everybody's level of hygiene that comes into my home. Right. I don't want them all handling the pen. I don't want to have to disinfect the pen. I don't want to have to buy multiple pens. That's fair. So you can look at things with your eyes. Fine. Knowing you, Hal, don't you yeah. know the level of hygiene of everybody that comes into your home? 
Aren't you going to be a little bit gatekeepering about it? I mean, I don't ask. There's no formal survey. I assume the best. But But Dave Booty Fingers is not coming over. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Jim Craphands is coming for dinner. So I was looking at this. I guess I was thinking of it more as a car game because I think of Mm. I Spy specifically as a car game. Yeah. My other counter in that would be that you're looking down playing a Where's Waldo if it's a book. And frequently looking down can lead to nausea, at least for me and a lot of people I know. Yeah, I was going to say if it's a car game, like where am I supposed to find Waldo behind all this vomit? Yeah. Yeah, a car game, it's I Spy. But if we're just going, if we're not putting it in the car and we're just saying as a game, the fact that there is art, it's a lot of fun. I Spy feels too easy. Yeah. It's easy enough that everyone can play it and uh it's great in a car. But yeah, I like that an artist has it because a game of I Spy, the game itself is only going to be as easy or difficult as your partner makes it. A Where's Waldo book is crafted by an expert to give you a certain experience. So yeah, and it's cooperative. Yeah. I think where's Waldo. All right. Asked and answered next yeah. up. This one is from Ivy Pontero Kennedy, who asks for the best character in the police Academy movies. I mean, if it's not Frank Drebin, it's definitely not OJ. It's that's, not Norbert. That's, no, that's, that's police squad. Oh, I'm thinking, I've spent this whole time thinking this said Police Squad in my brain. Police Academy is the... Oh, uh, for Police Squad, it's definitely uh, Frank Frank Drebin. Drebin. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. My brain totally went Police Squad because I just watched one yesterday. Oh, I see. Well, Police Academy, you have a lot of choices. You do. Oh, this is tough. You got Mahoney, you got Zed, you got, was it Fackler? You have... um, Fackler? um, Fackler was the the nerdy guy with the glasses who always, like... It was always the physical comedy bits where other people would get oh, hurt. Oh, yes. He would, like, injure the criminal. Yeah, he was the Mr. Magoo kind of one. You got Hooks. Mr. Sweet with Chuck. Her, hooks yes. with her tiny voice, but she was a tough badass. Tackleberry. Yeah. Yes. Hightower. Hightower, who owned the flower shop. Jones. Jones is great. Yeah. I feel like, for me, it's between I mean, you've Jones got you've got Captain. I See, I like the... The bad, not the bad guys, but the, uh, I like the duos. I like them in pairs. I okay. like Captain Harris and Proctor, the, uh-huh. an- not the bad guys, the uh, you know, antagonists <laughs> of the series. You I like love Harris the two of better them. better than Mauser? Cause Mauser became the bad guy later and then Harris came back. Yeah. I like, I think Harris is so funny. Mauser, I barely remember. I just remember him having, <laughs> There was some bit with his eyebrows that was kind of funny, but they all, they Captain Harris super- is Captain Harris is the perfect Margaret Dumont for the yeah. for that particular group of um of Marx Brothers. They replaced Mauser's shampoo with super glue, oh. and he's singing in the shower. And he's using both hands, and he's going, "They'll say Mauser, wowzy wowzer," and then he all of a sudden it's stuck, and he has to tear out chunks of his hair. He's yeah, got hair hands. Uh, look, the pranks they pull on Mauser are fun. I think the combo of Proctor and Harris is better, but I also love the combo in, was it three or four, where it's two expert comedians, like at the top of their game, playing off one another so perfectly. And it was, I don't remember what Bobcat Goldthwait's character's name was. Zed. 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 That's right. Uh, Zed and the duo of Zed and Sweet Chuck. Which oh, is yeah. Tim Kazarinski and Bobcat Goldthwait is such a perfect combo. That is pretty great. Yeah. They're so funny together. I, but I was going to, I feel like the heart of the series, what launched the series and, and was its heart was, um, 
Mahoney. It was Mahoney. Mahoney. Mahoney's the Kermit. Oh, yes. Commandant Lassard. Commandant Eric Lassard. And then his nephew oh. is the one who takes over, who's the yeah. new Mahoney after five. Now, maybe five was the... No, I think five might have been. They made too many of them. Assignment Miami, Miami Beach. Beach was when I stopped. Then Mission to Moscow. That was five. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch Mission to Moscow. I was going to say hooks because I waited for the moment in every single movie where she goes, don't move, dirtbag. It is a great catchphrase for a very demure, unassuming mouse of a character. Yeah. To me, it was either her or Jonesy because of his sound effects. Yeah. Oh, this is tough. I so we, I think we have contenders. I think Mahoney is the Kermit yes. of this Muppet yes. show. Yes, yes, yes. Jones with his uh, played by Michael Winslow with all of his crazy character voices like mm-hmm. that. If you were the kid that if you're playing Police Academy on the playground and you're the kid that plays Jones, you're the most talented of the kids on the playground playing <laughs> that game because you're the yeah. kid that can do the voices. And it made Michael Winslow's career. Yeah. He's a he's a good stand-up comedian. He's really doing those sound like he that's his superpower is being able to do that. Of course, he does he did it again in in Spaceballs, and that was like a special yeah. appearance that they got him in there to do it. Yeah, it's it's definitely the most Orville unique. Jones. I know unique doesn't need a modifier, but it is a unique character then, and it is the yeah. unique character of this world. Yes, I think with the most oddball trait that somehow. How do you write that into a movie? Like, so there's this one guy who just does sound effects with his mouth. Yeah. Or do you write you it for Michael it. Winslow? Yeah. And then you just go like, all right, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? All right, you're going to do this. You're going to get an entire building of criminals to surrender by making them think that there are a bunch of helicopters and armed guards there. They're all going to come out with their hands up. Like, that is, it's just brilliant. You can think of so many bits. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really good. No. And the thing is, a lot of, not to say that they weren't great performances by every actor in those yes. movies. They're all really, really funny. Yes. But no one can play Jones except Michael Winslow. Yes, that's right. Yeah. There you go. I think, Larvel I think Jones. There's, yeah. Larvel Jones. Asked there you go. And answered. All right. I like that one. I can't believe. Now, uh, real quick, real yes. quick before we jump to the next yeah. one. Yeah. Best character in the police squad movies, Frank Drebin. Frank Drebin. Sure. And that and the really tall <laughs> detective who, whose like, face you, you never see. He's like, you have some food on your face. And then you just see a whole sandwich fall. Out of the frame. Yeah. It's such a great bit. Let, let's take a break. And then we're going to clean some more of the slate. We only have a few more topics left and we need to get to them. So you listen to this and then come back and listen to us. We'll be right back. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, try S-T-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I. Hmm. Are you trying to put the name of the podcast there? Yeah, I'm trying to spell it, but it's tricky. Let me give it a try. Okay. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, call S-T-O-P-P-P-A-D. Ah, it'll never fit. No, it will. Let me try. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, try S-T-O-P-P-P-T-C-O-O. Oh, we are so close. Stop podcasting yourself. A podcast from MaximumFun.org. If you need a laugh and you're on the go. I'm Ify Wadiway, the host of Maximum Film. I'm Alonzo Duralde, also the host of Maximum Film. And I'm Drea Clark, yet another host of Maximum Film. Every week, we host Huddle Up. Usually with an illustrious guest. And we talk about films. We have film news. We have film quizzes. We answer your film questions. It's like the maximum amount of film talk. That's why we call it Maximum Maximum Film. Film! 
film. Maximum Film, the movie podcast that's not just a bunch of straight white guys. New episodes weekly on MaximumFun.org. Okay, let's get right into it. All right, let's do this. I love a clean slate, by the way. I get so excited yeah. when we do these. Me too. It's a good time. All right, Greg on. Hey, Greg on. Some Saturday afternoon dozing. Do you do yeah. it on a recliner or on a couch? And do you do the same thing I do, which is if somebody asks you if you're sleeping, you immediately go, no. No. Yeah. I'm going to say a recliner mm-hmm. is my first thought for a couple of reasons. A, if you need to do that, you can feign wakeness. Wakefulness? Wakedness? Yeah. yeah, it's all right. You can, as soon as you crank that thing on the side of the recliner, boom, you're ready to go back about your day. Yeah. And also, primarily, you're not taking up an extra spot. If there's a finite amount of seating in a room, you napping on the couch takes up two or three spots. We got a big sectional, so you could two yeah. people could nap on there, and then we have the recliner. You haven't been over since I got the recliner. You have to come and sit in the recliner. No. Everybody takes a recliner pick who comes over. Take a picture of them in the recliner. Amazing. So comfortable. I love falling asleep in a recliner. That's what it's made for. That's why it leans back like that. You can go back yeah. real far. And you can fall asleep. And I mean, the company have... that makes them is Lazy Boy. Yeah. If you're on a couch and you you have like your head folded on top of your arm, you're going to hurt your neck. Did you, you just make up. yourself yawn? Doing yeah, I'm tired. couch, like, I'm couch like, sleep I, pose. I thought about being in the recliner. I really tried to hide it. I don't know if it came through. Don't edit it down, Ken. Uh, I think you, you have a better chance of hurting your neck, like having a sore neck, but a recliner, like you're already laying there. You're in the position. Yeah. It's a recliner. It asked and answered. Well done. Thanks, Greg. All right. All right. Jeffrey M. Owens asks. Yes. Yeah. 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 Best Falcon, Maltese, Millennium. Or Crest. Now, now, did did you add Maltese Millennium and Crest to this no. list, or those no, were no. what? Ju- so, it, it's, how, is the question Best Falcon, or are we limiting it to these three? It's limiting it to these three. Okay. I mean, come on, man. The, the Maltese Falcon. Falcon is a MacGuffin. Yeah. Falcon Crest is a middling TV show. The Millennium Falcon can make the Kessel Run in thirteen parsecs, less than twelve. I know. I was just trying to get that out of you from uh, Force Awakens. <laughs> What they, they did say 13 in that one, right? Did they? I don't even know. Do you, I, and also, I love that a parsec is not... Time. It's distance. It's, yeah, it's distance, yeah. not time. So it's a ridiculous line. But yeah. Because they find that shortcut. They find that dangerous shortcut. You can see it in Solo, a Star Wars story, how they do it. Wait, did they retcon that for Star Wars or for Solo? No, they do the Kessel Run, and you see how they do it. Like how No, no, they, no. I mean, I mean, did they... Them? Did they, the fact that that line, uh, misinterpreted what a parsec was, was that them fixing that in solo by giving a shortcut that only took? I mean, took possibly. A I'm few, sure it was. Yeah. yeah, sure. Let's say yes. I just think it's funny that the American Harrison Ford said Falcon. And so now we always call it. Does that mean, does it count? Yes. Because it's, this is Falcon. not the best Falcon. This is the best. This isn't the best Falcon. He's the only one that calls it the Falcon. It's so weird to me. Uh, yeah, it's the Millennium Falcon. Come on, look behind yeah. Hal and see what he was going to say. All the Star Wars toys. Nobody can see this as a podcast, but they know. They, they know, know what I got. They're guessing. There is a Millennium yeah. Falcon back there. Of course there is. Oh, we'll you just said Falcon. Like you and Harrison I know, I'm Ford. trying it out. I didn't like it. No, you didn't like it? Uh, yeah, it's the Falcon asked and answered. Yeah. All right. 
from Shane Gordon. This one I think you're going to have a strong opinion on. Sugar and cornbread, yay or nay? Do you put sugar in when you're making it? Makes it no. sweet cornbread? Yeah, savory. If you are, it's a pinch just for, you know, yeah. like a tiny little bit. Not in any way that makes it sweet. That's right. Put honey sweet butter on Sweet cornbread, it. that's for a cake. Yeah. If you want it sweet, put honey butter on it. If you want it savory, just put butter on it. I do like it with jalapenos in it sometimes. I don't like that. No. It's a, but that's a different thing. Like our yeah. family's cornbread is very specifically, we also don't use wheat flour in our cornbread at all. Ours is strictly cornmeal. cornmeal. Yeah. Yeah. You have to use cornmeal. I mean, that's the whole thing of it, right? There's a lot of them. You'd be surprised, my brother. You are married to a Southern person. Mm-hmm. Uh, who that's knows true. that there should not be wheat flour in cornbread. It's all corn flour and probably lard if you're going to make it like grandma made it. But we don't make yeah. the lard. We do butter. Yeah, we use butter too. I use that fresh cornmeal that comes out of the Jiffy box. Wait, what? You want to talk about more food? The rest <laughs> of these are all food. I don't make it from scratch. What, how would you make it from scratch? Just cornmeal? Like just grind it? Do you have a yeah, coffee like grinder? Cornmeal and oil and an egg, right? Yeah. Basically. Mix it together and then you put it in the, in the loaf pan. I have to make, I make it every year when I make my, when I make the dressing, when I make my in-laws family dressing, I, I nice. have to make cornbread. That's that. what we do too. We do cornbread dressing and then, yeah. and then I make it again. I do it in muffin form for New Year's. Okay. You also, yeah. you add dry stuffing mix. So you get sweet and savory. It's great. It's a great mix of flavor. It's a lot of stuff going on. I like that. It's very good. All right. Here's another one from Kurt Smith. Bav- Boston cream versus Bavarian cream. So we were looking at this one before we started, trying to figure out the difference between the two. Apparently, at many donut places, one will have powdered sugar on the outside and one will have chocolate on the outside. The Boston having chocolate on the outside. And that's the Bavarian having powdered sugar. That's the whipped cream. The Bavarian is the one that's more like whipped cream. And the Boston is the one that's more like custard. Snot. Snot. It's like snot. Like you could do the the thing that we all do where you go like, achoo, and then you squeeze it. And it does it on the plate. And then you go, Mom, look, look, look what I did. And you go, achoo. Um, it looks like, she it looks like look snot. It looks like the snot that is in a Nickelodeon movie. Yeah. It doesn't look like actual snot. It looks well, like Nickelodeon snot. When you get like a bad cold, it looks like that snot. Man, I don't want to think about it being snot because clearly the Boston cream is the superior donut here. Is it? Yeah, because it has snot in it. No, it's stop calling it snot. It's delicious custard. And no, you know not. what? Maybe when you're sick, you get delicious custard coming out of your nose. I'm not even acknowledging yeah, that. I'm not acknowledging that. Yes, you did. You just did. I got you. Shut up. You shut your mouth. You shut your <laughs> dirty mouth. Uh Bavarian cream. Yeah, it feels I'm not a huge whipped cream guy. And yeah, uh I like I the I like the sturdiness of the custard inside of Boston cream. I like I a Boston like- cream pie. I like, think a lot of homemade whipped cream, like when the whipped cream is too buttery and I find Bavarian cream to be a little too buttery for my taste, mm-hmm. I'd rather have the custardy thing. I mean, honestly, of all these, I'd rather have a jelly donut. Like, give me a good, like, raspberry jelly donut. Sure. I don't need cream inside the donut. Like, it's not what I came here for. But we have, you have the custard, you have the yeast donut, and then you have the chocolate icing on the outside. I think that really makes a difference on top. So you get mm-hmm. a better, your composed bite is a lot more diverse. And doesn't feel like it's trying to elevate. It's just here are a bunch of sweet flavors that go well together. Yeah. 
I think that for me, I will frequently, it's in my top three that I will just order is a Boston mm-hmm. cream. If I get a Bavarian cream, if I say it wrong, or if I can't remember in the moment which one is the one with the good whipped cream in the middle, and I get a Bavarian cream, I'm disappointed. Um, <laughs> I, I encourage everyone to go back to listen to our best donut episode where we go more in depth in the different types of donuts and Hal's love of the jelly donut. But I think for purposes of this, I think the Boston cream is the victor. Yeah. Asked and answered. All right. All right. All right. Next one is from our friend, Heather Mbaye. Man, I miss Dragon Con. Hi, Heather. No, would have been Dragon Con weekend. I know. I was thinking about that all weekend, man. Would have been the only one wearing a mask there. <laughs> no, but you would have been the only one wearing a, a paper mask there. A, pa- a paper mask. Yeah, there would be a lot of people wearing it's masks an, there. An, yeah, I would have been the only one in an N95. Would just have been a yeah. bunch of Deadpools and, and Immortan Joes. That's not a mask that's going to help anybody. All right. Heather asks, Wheat Thins, Wheat Thins, or Triscuits? Do you know why they're called Triscuits? Um, Because they are fried three times instead of... Uh, no. Uh, like biscotti. Triple, it's not a triple biscuit, nor is it a tri-woven biscuit. They're not woven at all. They're just layered. Uh, it is because it comes from a portmanteau of electric and biscuit. Because it was that's right. We have talked about biscuits. this before. They were electric yeah. biscuits when they first and came I out. Because get to say it again. Yeah, electric biscuits. This is we did like talk about. Wait, I think did we talk about this? We did we this. Done this before. We've already done wheat thins and oh, biscuits. We did this. What did we come up with last time? Don't know. Well, let's do it again. What's your goal? What do you think it was last time? Because I like Triscuits. I'm not a huge Wheat Thins fan. Wheat Thins are fine, but I would rather have a Triscuit. And Man, I can't. Triscuit. I'm not going to lie. I think we've done this one before. Do you think we it's got a classic? It it's time? a classic culinary binary choice. Right. But it's Triscuits, right? Because they're bigger and a little saltier and they can hold more stuff. Wasn't that, Ye- was that what we so. came to? I love the flavor of Wheat Thins. Yeah, they're sorry, good. There's I'm sorry, there's sweet like a sweetness thins. to them. Yeah, Heat there's a little bit of sweetness. A nutty, like they've sweetness. got that, yeah. That nuttiness that comes with whole wheat. Yeah. But I think they're a lot they're frequently too thin to hold anything, too small yeah. to hold anything. Yeah. They're either have you had the big ones? There are now big wheat thins. Right, but here's my problem with big wheat big thins. Enough. Was that too big? Not too big. Same amount of wheat thin. They're just way thinner. I oh, think they, they just them out. They just smush them flatter when they're making them. You think they put them on the ground and have a cement roller go over them like a yeah, cartoon? Exactly. Like Judge Doom in, uh, in Roger Rabbit. Uh, yeah. I was like, cheap. Come on, man. I was expecting large wheat thins. Don't call them large wheat thins. Call them flattened wheat thins. For, for that reason alone, they should lose. You're twice defeated, Wheat Thins. Deal with it. Asked and answered. But yeah, Triscuits. I love Triscuits. All right. Yeah. Because we have a little time left in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Do we do what's the best or do we go just what our personal like what Triscuit you put toppings on there? are? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spray cheese. A hundred percent the correct answer. Just what else would you put on there? <laughs> they were made for each other. When I was totally cheese... going to say, Hal's going to make fun of me when I say spray cheese. No, when that became a thing, my mother would buy it and she mm-hmm. would do like little bits on there. I'd be like, girl. Yeah. I want know... this thing to look like a Dole Whip yeah, on top you're, of a plate. You're drawing like a little worm on there. I'm putting it in like it's whipped cream and getting the full like, I've got like oh, a yeah. mountain on mine. Yeah. You put it down. You hold it down flat against the Triscuit. Yes. So that it doesn't make the little caterpillar. 
it yeah. makes the delightful little blossom. It's a blossom. Then you eat that. Yeah. It's real good. It's real good. Yeah. That's what it was made for. It was made specifically that was put on this earth to go with Triscuits. And I, I will yeah. hear nothing else. I don't believe anything else to be true. Have you seen the, uh, I'm going to say slightly grosser counterpart to cheese in a can? What's that? Meat in a can. No. Yeah. Was like it's slime. aerated. It's basic. You know what it is? It's like the stuff that makes up canned Vienna sausages or bologna or hot dogs that like pink uh-huh. meat foam. No, I don't want that. Yeah. I mean, it's gross. It's just a mousse, but I don't want an ingredient of anything I'm eating that has meat in it to be propellant. Also, yeah. I'm not eating any meat that can be sold at a profit for a dollar. <laughs> there you go. Now you hooked into it. Right. Speaking of meat, yeah. here's our final topic for this clean slate. I can't believe the slate's already almost clean. I know this went so fast. It really did. This is the good times always do. Chris Rooney asks, Worcestershire or steak What did sauce? you just call it? Worcestershire. That's how you pronounce it. Not Worcestershire. 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 So this is what, that's what it, I was spell. Oh, hold on a second. Like W I S. W-O-R-C-E-S. No, 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 no. I know how it's actually spelled. Worcestershire. It sounds like you're saying Worcestershire. Yeah, Worcestershire. That's, that is how I learned to pronounce it. I forget where I saw it. I think it's Worcestershire. Could be wrong. I forget where I learned it. I feel like it was a British person going like, it's pronounced Worcestershire. And then I go, okay, you, you know better than I do. What were you calling it before? Were you calling it Worcestershire or were you calling it Worcestershire? I was probably, no, I was probably calling it Worcestershire. Mm. This person might have been messing with you, or they were a been. kiwi where a- every schwa sound is a lowercase i. Oh, it was not at a party. It was like it was on TV. It was in the TV. I don't remember where. I th- it was a very long time ago. Been but, calling it was but Hal for a long time. Yes, Hal. Can you blame me for thinking that might be a topic that you would be discussing at a party? The correct not at all. Of no, you're correct. If I at the one party I go to every ten years, that's probably all I will talk. I emerge from my crypt. Yeah. I get in Dragula and I drive over to the party and I talk about Worcestershire versus Worcestershire. And then I turn into a bat and fly home because that car's a gas guzzler. And I, I didn't think about that. I didn't bring an extra can of gas with me. I get it. Do you eat things with steak sauce? Do you use it with fries? You don't put steak sauce on your steak, correct? It depends. If I'm getting like a cheap diner steak, uh, I'll put a little A1 on it. I like the flavor of A1. Okay. You're not alone. I mean, it's a steak sauce. Yeah. It's got that kind of raisiny sweetness in the bottom of it. You know what I mean? Like with a little bit peppery. I think it's a A1 steak sauce. I think our contenders for the steak sauce are A1 in the United States and HP for our friends across the pond. Those would be the two. And then Heinz 57 is another HP. steak sauce. HP? Yeah, I think that's what they call it. HP. Well, they're calling it Worcestershire, so. They're doing everything wrong. <laughs> I made a steak yesterday. Yeah. So good. Do you want the yeah. recipe? I'm going to give sure. it to you. You have no choice. Flank steak. Yeah. You trim the connective tissue. I trim a bunch of the fat off. Mm-hmm. Then you make little cuts in it with the, with the end of a knife. Mm-hmm. You do salt and pepper. Then you okay. take yellow mustard, a little bit of yellow mustard. And you spread it on very thin. Like it's not yellow and you're done. It's just like mm-hmm. a hint of it. Do it on the other side. Then you take like about a, you do about a tablespoon of butter total. I did less than that. And you rub that on each side. 
and that's how it goes in the pan. So it, the pan doesn't get oiled or anything. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I did was I marinated it for about three hours in low sodium soy sauce. Oh, so I started with that. Okay. And then all the, the depth of flavor on that thing was insane. Yeah. I that's not, I, I mean, I, you've got a little bit of a beef Wellington flavor with the mustard. You've got mm-hmm. a little hint of Asian with the uh, soy sauce, but yeah. low sodium is smart because that soy sauce is just a giant salt bomb to me. Exactly. Frequently. Yeah. So it didn't taste super salty. That that was what my fear was, but it was super tender. It cooked really, you cook it like maybe three minutes on each side at high heat to get a sear and then you let it rest mm-hmm. and it cooks, it cooked most of the way. I put it back in the pan for a couple minutes, but it doesn't take that long to cook. A flank steak is a pretty thin cut, right? It's nice and thin, yeah. yeah. Are you are you a thin – we've not talked really about steak cuts ever on this show. We haven't. I'm surprised. That seems like – That feels like a full episode. because That does feel like a full say. episode. But as far as steak sauce goes, the question isn't yes or no. The question is Worcestershire steak sauce. Are you a steak – do you put steak sauce on yours at all or no? I don't ever. If I'm doing that, then something's gone wrong. Like it's a very poorly cooked steak and I would rather just send it back. Interesting. I get my steaks medium rare. Okay. And if it's cooked well, you don't really need anything else with it. It should taste good on its own. And then you eat, you know, you do like a composed bite. You take a little bit of that, a little bit of maybe a couple side dishes and you eat all Mm -hmm. that together. And that's going to, it's all going to work together really nicely. Yeah. I think I use steak sauce for other things as well. I I, I agree with you that a really, a really great steak it doesn't really need it. Maybe just deglaze the pan with a little bit of white wine and butter or red wine and butter, yeah. you know, and then let that be your sauce. Just like that super, super simple pan sauce, maybe. Yeah. But I do like steak sauce. One of my favorite things is HP sauce with steak fries, like thick cut steak yeah, fries I, dipped in HP or Heinz 57 or A1, any of those. I like glazing grilled pineapple rings with A1. Because mm-hmm. there is that little bit of sweetness to it. So I think that it's funny, like calling it steak sauce, that feels like the least, like the thing I would use it the least on. Right. I use Worcestershire specifically for marinating. I love the flavor of Worcestershire sauce. I love it. I that tiny little bit of umami from the anchovy paste in there, the saltiness, the sweetness, all of those different flavors. But because it's so thin, doesn't really feel like a sauce at all to me. It feels I would use it the same way I would use an ingredient like soy sauce or rice vinegar or anything that's super thin. I would use it in a prep like that. I've marinated steaks in Worcestershire before. Right. And I really like that. One of my favorite healthy substitutions for butter and sour cream and chives and cheese and bacon bits and all that is just a baked potato with Worcestershire sauce. And it yeah, is so good. I'm with you on that. I think Worcestershire sauce is something I use more as an ingredient in other things. I used, I made mm-hmm. a beef stew with it that was outstanding. Yeah. I this like feels a little apples a, and oranges y. Yeah. I not like it as an the, ingredient more. I feel like steak sauce is not something I go out of the way to buy. I feel like Worcestershire sauce is something everybody should have in their kitchen. Like it's something, yeah. it's a staple you should have for cooking. For a marinade, you can use it as a sauce if you really like it that much, but Mm -hmm. I think it's better as a flavor that combines with other flavors to enhance. So to me, I think of Worcestershire as more flexible item, even though, like you pointed out, you can use HP sauce for a lot of, or steak sauce 
for a lot of different things too. I just think Worcestershire is more, it just feels like something I would rather have in my kitchen. Steak sauce is yeah. like, the times that I've had it, I've tried it multiple times and I keep coming back going, maybe I'll like it this time. I've never really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, wouldn't I actually fries. like I it like a it lot. Steak. Yeah. It overpowers for me personally. That's fair. I mean, I like it a lot, but I don't think flavor is the key in this particular debate. I think that it's the versatility. I think that's yes. what, what it comes down to. If you only, if we're asking ourselves, you can only have one of these in your fridge, Worcestershire sauce is going to be, or Worcestershire sauce is going to be the one that is the most useful and versatile. And I could really use it for anything. I really do love Worcestershire sauce. I think it's Worcestershire sauce. Have you ever had white wine Worcestershire sauce? No. It's the one with the green paper. It's the Lee and Parents bottle with the green paper on it. Okay. It is a completely different flavor. It's great on fowl. Like, you know, I'll marinate chicken in it in the way that I would mm. marinate beef in Worcestershire sauce. Regular. Uh, it's great. But I think, yeah, for purposes of this, yeah, Worcestershire sauce is our winner. Asked and answered. That's it. We cleaned the slate in record Look at time. that. I know. That was a lot. Keep suggesting these topics. Because we are watching when you submit them and we do go, oh, let's do a clean slate. And then we all of a sudden have a wealth of these topics to choose from. So just keep submitting topics all the time in all these many ways. These, of course, have been settled. That's right. But there are many more topics to discuss, both big and small. So please email us at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com or... Go to the Facebook group where the majority of these topics were inspired and born. To go there and make your own suggestions, go to facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world. For once again, as you have done every week, given Hal and I an opportunity to talk about ridiculous, fun things that, yeah, we are the type of people that would be sitting in a corner at a party and debating whether it was Worcestershire or Worcestershire. That's right. That's who we are. Thank you for letting us be who we are. I encourage you every day to be exactly who you are. And we love all of you. We are one big, happy people of the world family having the most fun debates on the Internet. And it is all because of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.